0: Hello, Queendom. Welcome to episode 43 of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. We have a loaded show for you tonight. Don't we always? I feel like at this point, every episode is stacked and loaded with amazing K-Pop content. So tonight, it's finally time. Super Juniors come back. Yes. The Renaissance. It's finally here. We've talked about it being pushed back for months and months. The boys came through. New full album from Super Junior. We're going to break it all down for you. Rose from Blackpink, international superstar, debuted. We have a solo debut from her. So we're going to give you our thoughts on the mini album, music video for On the Ground. Pentagon. I think it's safe to say I ride hard for Pentagon. You hear me (laughs) mention them a lot. So Pentagon had a comeback mini album called Love or Take. We're going to break down the mini album, the single, the music video. There's a lot to talk about with Pentagon. Charities Boys from Stray Kids, Changbin and Felix released a song. You know we're going to give our opinions on that and talk about new Stray Kids content. Taeyong from NCT opened up a SoundCloud and released a song and a remix. We'll have our thoughts on that. Obviously the Grammys were this past weekend and Charity and I have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to say about what happened at the Grammys. So stick around because we're definitely going to wrap up BTS's experience at the Grammys and our thoughts on it. Plus we have the latest few episodes of wavy way vision a bunch of news to get through we'll give you our
1: choices for song of the week charity how you doing tonight i'm good i'm especially good because spotify and cacao came to an agreement like you said last week <gasps> Yep. but the songs are back on spotify and queendom if you were wondering about my infamous playlist all the songs were back on it in the order that I added them. Thank you, Spotify, for doing that for all of us. Yes. So happy. Oh, my God. I was so stressed that I would have to go find them all again. But fear not. Back in the order that I had them. I'm so happy.
0: That's amazing. I wasn't expecting that to happen. I thought for sure everyone's going to have to go back in and like hand select each song. Ugh. That's great. Yeah, That's really that wonderful. So Shout out. Yeah. Thank you, Spotify you're definitely not the only I know. K-pop stan who was worried and upset. Playlists are a big deal in the K-pop community. So that's, <laughs> that's awesome. awesome to hear. Yeah. Shout out Spotify. Speaking of community, if you're not following us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, give us a follow NYC K-pop Queens. We'll follow you back. Please slide into our DMs and introduce yourself. We're here to be friends, create a community. We're so excited to welcome new members of the Queendom. Please give us a follow if you're not. Want to give a special welcome to new listeners. First-time listeners, welcome to the podcast. We do this every week, rain or shine. New episodes come out on Thursdays. So thank you for listening. We hope you stick around. Loyal Queendom. Thank you for coming back every week. We're so happy to have you, and we appreciate you joining us. I think tonight's episode is going to be a fun one. I think so. Yeah. Let's get into it, Charity. We've got some poll results. Every week, things come up, and we ask your you opinions. So that's another reason to follow us on Twitter, NYC k Queens. So last week, we only had a few polls, but we reviewed the latest from Wavy and Icon. And Charity and I disagreed. Charity was really feeling kickback from Wavy, and I loved Why, Why, Why from Icon. So we went ahead and asked the Queendom, of those two songs, which one's your favorite? And it was really close, but Charity won. 56% of you picked Wavy,
1: Kickback. So I don't think that's super surprising. I don't think it's a landslide. Queendom usually goes with us on stuff 50-50 sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's room. And they're both good songs, really. It's just personal preference. So that one went as I expected. I think, yeah, it was a close vote. Thank you all so much for voting. And then we asked, we were nervous on Sunday for the Grammys. And we talked about it last week. We kind of went in on what we were expecting. And I believe during the conversation, I brought up that they weren't going to win because we understand how the Grammys work. And as much as I wanted them to win, I thought it was a safe thing to say they won't win. They're going to give it to Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. We'll get into that later. But (laughs) we asked the community on Sunday, we asked you guys, you know, obviously we want them to win, but do you think they will win? And 54% of the queendom agreed with us and thought they wouldn't win. Yeah. As much as they wanted it, they thought it wasn't going to happen. So it was, again, a close vote. I'm always an advocate for putting positivity into the universe. I don't like to say, you know, think the worst and say negative things, but coming from an educated music industry perspective, that conversation last week and kind of saying why they won't win, that's where that came from. We weren't sitting here like, oh, they'll never get it. They should have gotten it. They deserve to they get deserved it. it yeah. And, you know, we'll get into that when we bring up the Grammys, because obviously we have a lot to say, so... Thank you all so much for voting. We really appreciate it. Again, give us a follow on Twitter. We want to hear your thoughts. Please give us a follow. Vote in our polls. We appreciate it. Speaking of our community and our queendom, we see where you're listening from every week, and it's just getting bigger and bigger. And we're more and more blown away by how many people from around the world are tuning in and joining the queendom, listening to this podcast about K-pop. So really quickly, let's give some shout outs. Shout out to the Queendom in Baltimore, Maryland, Kalman, Alabama, Caldwell, Idaho, Clear Lake, California. Shout out Memphis, Tennessee, Poland, Belgium, Saudi Arabia, India. Let's give a special shout out to our friend Karen from Cuba. Welcome to the Queendom, Karen. We're happy to have you. Thank you all so much for listening every week. We love our Queendom. We have an amazing community. Let's get to it, Charity. Y'all are here to hear our opinions on this stuff, and we have some awesome, awesome stuff to talk about. It is Super Junior time. Are you ready, Charity? Oh, my God. I'm so ready. (laughs) Okay, Super Junior. The OGs had a massive comeback. And, you know, we've been waiting for this for a while. It kept getting pushed back month and month and month. Finally, they said March 16th, Super Junior Comeback. And this time, they didn't change the date, Charity. We got the full album yesterday. The album is called The Renaissance. The single is House Party. Music video, let's
1: talk about it. Give me your thoughts. I loved it. I didn't know what to expect, honestly, based on (laughs) all the delays I did know that I loved "Burn the Floor," which I'll talk about in a minute. But as you guys know, I've been waiting for that to go on Spotify because they performed that in December a couple times at a couple different award shows. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised when that wasn't the first single. But "House Party," I thought was yeah. so infectious. I thought it was really fun. I liked the message. You know, everyone wear your mask. I thought they looked great <laughs> in the video. I thought it was such a good time. I was so happy with it. I was like, add to playlist immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really thought it was so fun.
0: You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You yeah. feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So, do. Do your homies uh
1: got a role in your in your little you mean,
0: Yeah, yeah, we all we all artists over here, man.
1: I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, me, 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 all, yo, look, look, look we all artists, man. We go you
0: feel me? we gonna have this like bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play we play with this <laughs> play with I shit I ain't gonna lie, we play with this shit right now for for real. I ain't gonna lie. Don't play with it. Take that shit serious. I completely agree with you. I think there's probably a fair argument of what the single should be, because like you said, Burn the Floor was performed a few times. People really seem to love that song. Clearly, they decided let's go with something lighthearted, more up tempo. I love House Party. I genuinely love this. I think the song and the music video are so fun. It has that funk guitar, which I'm a sucker for. So right there, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in really catchy chorus. I thought the choreography was really fun. It's like the perfect song going into the summer. You know, the weather's getting warmer. Mm -hmm. People are getting vaccinated. The world is opening up. So it's like, we're on the mood, but let's do a house party. Just wait a few more months, everyone. (laughs) Do a house party. Wear your masks. The message was kind of like, okay, we can still have fun. But it definitely put me in the vibe for socializing and having fun with my friends. What did you think about that switch up in the middle of the
1: song? I wasn't expecting it, but I really liked it. I really did. I think they were experimenting and I thought it worked. They're the OGs. They kind of have set some trends for many, many years now. And I think they were just like, all right, let's just do breakdown. Yeah. Let's just throw this in here. It sounds like a completely different song. It's dark. (laughs) Yeah. It's a
0: darker, different thing. What I love though is the visuals kind of went with it. Oh, for sure. No, the whole thing. It was like, oh, we're in a different realm right now. I thought the dark switch up was really interesting. It was kind of like, hey, guess what? We can do this too. Yeah. It was smart. It was interesting. The costumes, the whole thing. I don't know if I can say I love it because I'm so into the melody of House Party. And all of a sudden I was out of it and into this new song. Yeah. And then we went back to House Party. I did like at the end, though, when they were like, skirt skirt. and went back to House Party. It's like, (laughs) all right, all right, let's go. Yeah, I think this is great. I think it's really fun. What I liked about the music video and the song, the chemistry between them is so obvious. Mm -hmm. You see that with groups that have been together forever, but not all of them. Sometimes you can see riffs and feel tension. I feel like with Super Junior, they really seem to love each other and they're really happy to still be performing and doing this. I also think they handled aging well within the genre Mm -hmm. the choreography, the costumes, the visuals to me, it didn't seem like they were trying to keep up with the younger guys. It just seemed like they were doing kind of their own thing and having fun mm-hmm. their way, yeah. which is, you know, I think that's smart and it's kind of refreshing to see. Yeah. I like it. I'm a big fan of house party. Let's talk about the rest of the album. They gave us a full album, which I really appreciate. There's so much K-pop content that we're getting a lot of mini album after mini album, after mini album, the full albums. I'm always like, Oh Yes.
1: I think especially with a group like this, you want the full album. And for us, yes. you know, other than the subunit DE, we haven't been able to really talk about the entire group because mm-hmm. they really haven't had a release in a yeah. while. So yep. that was exciting. I yeah. freaking love the album. I loved it. Okay. I added so many songs to my playlist. I was so happy. Oh, my God. I listened to the album <laughs> so many times this week. Okay. Burn the Floor is my absolute favorite song on the entire album just hands down yeah Yeah. i love the chorus i love how at the end it goes up an octave Mm you're not expecting it (gasps) yeah yeah i love that and i love the breakdown at the bridge and then unhyuk comes in oh Mm -hmm. it was my bias Abby. (laughs) oh my god i love that song oh what I like about Burn the
0: Floor, too, it's interesting. You talked yeah. about how it goes up an octave. It's just different. And I yeah. love the intensity of it. And the build of the song is mm-hmm. great. You really earn that chorus. It's like, oh, where is this going? The melody is different. The sound is different. And then it hits the chorus, and it all ties together so, so beautifully. Good. It's an oh. interesting song. And I think it plays to their strengths as a group. Oh, big time. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. That's one of my favorites. Okay, what
1: else? I love Paradox. I thought it was such a groove. Okay. Love Mm -hmm. that one. Closer. To me, Mm -hmm. and I've mentioned this about some other songs in K-pop, it kind of made me transport to a place. I was basically in the summertime Mm. at night. It kind of gave me like a Sade vibe. Okay. I just immediately was like, it's nighttime, it's summer. I feel a breeze on me. (laughs) Um, I (laughs) I, I really went there with that. I really liked the funk guitar in it. I thought that was cool. Yeah. The other song I liked, I really liked Mystery. I love the whistle. I love the chorus. Mm-hmm. I love all the layers of the sound effects. I was just so impressed with the album. I mean, I shouldn't be because they're veterans, but you don't know sometimes.
0: For sure. No, for sure. Sometimes a lot of people have comebacks yeah. after years later that are awful. And or they try too hard to be current or try too hard yeah. to be who they used to be? I think this is a refreshing album because it didn't feel like they were trying too hard at all. No. It works. There's no try hard to be younger or who they used to be or current. It just is current. And it is who they are, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. like There's no battling with your old reputation and your old material. It's something fresh and new.
1: Yeah. I was very happy, clearly, because I feel like a little giddy girl. But (laughs) 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 what songs did you like?
0: Yeah, I thought the album was strong. I love House Party. I think again Burn the Floor as I mentioned. That's one of mine too. I thought the intro super the intro was really interesting. It was powerful. It was a nice introduction to the album, clearly. So I enjoyed that. And we talked about the melody on a previous episode. It's very sweet. Yeah. You know, we talked about it on another show. I thought in the context of a full album it worked really well. I enjoyed it more this time than I did when we reviewed it originally. It works tied in with the album. So I liked that beautiful ballad, more days with you, really nice showcase for their vocals. And I love tell me baby. I thought it was a really like upbeat and fun way to end the album. It just kind of felt like a happy ending for everyone. So, yeah, I think between the both of us, we loved the
1: whole album. (laughs) Good job, Super Junior. You have two new elves.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) We're happy, happy to join the fandom. They're amazing. We have to get into our bias and wrecker chats because we talked about this previously with Super Junior. You know, we've been talking about them for months now with the little content we had. We were so excited for this comeback. So, did your bias change? Did your record change? Who stood out to you? What are your feelings on that now?
1: Hyuk, still my bias. Mm-hmm. He is who I loved in DE. I kind of got pulled in by yeah. him pretty quickly. Uh, so when they all came together for that last song, the melody, which we talked about, I was still drawn to him. At that point, I didn't really have a record because it was just one song and you know, it didn't really show me a lot about who was who. And this video, mm-hmm. though, I was very drawn to Rayo Hook loved him. Yeah. Loved him. Yeah, he didn't come really till the end a lot on his vocals. But Mm -hmm. I was just visually drawn to him a lot. And then I was like, Oh my god, yes. And I started listening to the other songs. You know how we always do when we try and figure out who someone is. Yes. (laughs) But Unhyuk is still definitely my bias for sure. Didn't yours change? Uh, no, time? I don't think no? so. Okay. No,
0: I was drawn to somebody last time, so my bias from when we did Super Junior D and E yes. isn't the same because that was just oh, yeah. two, of them. Yeah, it was two of them. My yeah. bias from that group isn't a Super Junior bias or wrecker. But since last time we talked, my bias has stayed the same. C one's my bias. I feel like he brings grown man, sexy CEO energy into that. Oh my room. God, he does. That's the best way he to does. describe it.
1: Yeah. No, all,
0: <laughs> yes. I've been watching a lot of these videos. I'm like. Hmm. <laughs> look who's here the boss the boss is in the room but it turns out he's really fun and cool
1: I was drawn to him but I wasn't like I don't know like you know we just have different types I'm not surprised yeah. I'm not surprised he's still your bias so I really am not
0: yeah I love him and then my wrecker I just love his personality so much and I think he has a great voice a great performer it's mm-hmm. Lee Tuck I love him. He's just wonderful. He always draws my attention and he makes it look so easy. So that's my bias wrecker. Yeah, I like Super Junior. I'm really excited for them and proud of them. It's not easy to come back. No. It's hard. As you get older, all of this stuff gets harder. Trust us. (laughs) So I'm cheering for them. It was a really great comeback. I want to hear House Party. It's such a fun, infectious song. Let's play a clip of House Party by Super Junior. Everybody, now.
1: literally just like jamming in my apartment having a good time (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) that's what it is that's what it is Um, pour yourself a glass
0: and dance and smile and laugh at yourself like it's just such a fun infectious song good time yes congratulations super junior we loved it great comeback it wouldn't be an episode of the new york city k-pop queens without our favorite segment you know what we're talking about Charity. Time. All right. All right. We uh I think that was a really nice version of it. You know, we went a little higher. We tried to go a little higher this time. Still staying in our chest voice, but we, we went there. And
1: I think we were pretty in sync.
0: We were. Yeah. We were. We've been working on that, everyone. You know, we <laughs> oof, it's part of our voice lessons every week, is making sure we're in sync because we put a lot of effort into quiz time. You know it and Uh. we know it. So anyways, (laughs) it's quiz time. It's our favorite segment of the week. Please play along with us. The link to the BuzzFeed quiz we're about to take is in the description of the very podcast you're listening to right now. We will also post it on Twitter. Please respond below. Let us know who you got. We'd love to see everyone's results. And it also solidifies that there's more than one or two results for the quiz. So we appreciate your feedback. Of course, our quiz is about Super Junior. Today's quiz is: your answers to these random questions will reveal which Super Junior song you need to listen to Ooh. ASAP. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> Charity, are you ready? I'm ready. It's time to add a new Super Junior song to your playlist. It's what I live for—that playlist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> What I live for. Yep. <laughs> That's all, everyone. That's what charity lives for. K-pop playlist. Uh, yes. Okay. Pick your favorite food. Pizza, ramen, pasta, burgers, steak, sushi, tacos, Bim Up, or lobster. I think I'm going to go for
1: some pizza. I'm done for pizza tonight, too. Okay. Now pick your favorite type of flour. Ooh. Orchids, sunflowers, lavender, roses, tulips, hyacinths, lilies, cherry blossoms, or lotus flowers. Many beautiful options. I'm going to go with tulips. I love how pretty flowers are, but I don't like the smell. So I'm going to go with the non-offensive smelling orchid because they're beautiful and they don't have a scent. <laughs> true. All true things.
0: Okay. What's your favorite animal? Horse, elephant, giraffe, cat, lion,
1: dog, monkey, deer, or bear? Uh, I always obviously love all animals, but I think I'm going to go with elephant today.
0: Elephants are my favorite animals. They're so smart, empathetic, really strong
1: family bonds. Mm -hmm. They're amazing. Elephant for sure. And here's one I'm sure Queenum has no idea. Your favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> we joke because this is in almost every quiz um, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, pink, gray, or white? Red. I'm going to go with my favorite green. Okay. Now pick a treat
0: candies, chocolate, cookie donuts fruit nuts chips cake or popcorn I think I'm gonna go with cake I'm gonna go with a cookie and I also just want to say like if you're picking a fruit come on right, that's like, not fun it's a treat it's not pick a healthy snack it's a treat <laughs> yes. so oh. I mean I guess if like you've trained your palate to look at fruit as a treat good for you I have not, so
1: I will be having a cookie. Yeah, same. I have not either. (laughs) What's your favorite activity? Reading, watching Netflix, sleeping, listening to music, playing games, swimming, sightseeing, eating, or shopping? Listening to music. Yeah, I would have to say the same. I tend to do that a lot, obviously, because of the podcast, but just in general, because (laughs) Emily dragged me down this lovely rabbit hole that we're all in together. (laughs) And you're going to listen
0: to every album every day and you're going to like it. Okay. Um, Okay. And pick a place that you would love to visit. Thailand, Italy, South Korea, USA,
1: Australia, France, India, England, and Brazil. Got to go with South Korea. It's still on top of my list.
0: Same. I would go to any place right now. I'm right <laughs> itching to get on a plane and travel. But uh, yeah, South Korea, number one. And finally, pick your Super Junior bias. Okay. Which I think send. we can just pick. Yeah. Everyone knows like the, who the members are, but all of the members are listed. So I pick C1. I pick
1: Yoon Hyuk. Ooh, apparently I need to add Super Clap. Super Junior strikes again with retro-feeling dance pop track Super Clap. The song oozes a funky vibe, and its disco elements and clap-heavy beat will stick with you long after first listen. This is definitely a song that will make you dance along with Super Junior. Well, done and done.
0: I love that. Love it. I got Black Suit, an alluring electro swing song with dynamic choreography. Black Suit caught the attention of fans all over the world when its music video featured the charismatic and sexy members of Super Junior in Suits. I mean, really, what more do you need? Right. Not much. Not much. I will gladly take that. Awesome quiz. Thank you so much, BuzzFeed. I loved those descriptions. So yeah, please play along with us. We want to know what song you're adding to your playlist. Give us a follow, NYC K-pop Queens. Okay. Congratulations, Super Junior. Amazing comeback. Let's move on. Let's change things up a bit and talk about Rosé. Rosé. Blackpink's superstar Rose, her highly anticipated debut, happened a few days ago. We talked about this, I guess it was last week or the week before. We've been talking about it because originally Rose was supposed to release an album or at least a mini album. And then all of a sudden, before her debut dropped, they said it was two songs. So I think that is a little bit disappointing for a debut. I would have liked, you know... Just give us like five or six songs. I think the lead up was so huge around this. It would have been awesome. Yeah. You don't do this huge solo debut album and then drop it to two songs, like two weeks before release. It was just kind of a bizarre rollout from YG. She has nothing to do with that, but the mini album, it's two songs. It's a mini album called R, which is kind of fun. It's her initial. It could Mm -hmm. also be taken as like rated R. Oh,
1: I didn't
0: even think about that. Right? That's what I thought of right away. It reminded me of like Rihanna. Anyways. So the single is called On the Ground. This was also a little bit of a shock, I think, Mm -hmm. for Blinks, or at least for me, because I thought she was going to do Gone. We talked about that when we reviewed the Blackpink concert in January. So they switched it up on us. They gave us a completely different song called On the Ground. I have a lot of thoughts. Let's talk about the song and the music video.
1: First off, I have a hard time calling it a mini album. I would call this a single.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is a single.
1: Yeah. So first off, but I love Rose. (laughs) I love her. Like she's my record in Blackpink. I love her. And I liked the song a lot, but it did not fit her. It was very Western. To me, it was not a K-pop song. Maybe that was what they were going for. Um, Clearly. It sounded like a Taylor Swift kind of song. It did not fit her whatsoever. I prefer Gone. I think that sounds mm-hmm. more like her. I mean, the video, she looked so beautiful. I get the message of the song, which I like, but I think if you're going to have this big hype and yeah, you're going to really promote this, you need more than two songs and you need to know what her identity is because to me, yes. this yes. isn't it. It doesn't seem like her. I... Agree with you a
0: million percent. I want to say with Gone, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of Gone or her performance on the Blackpink concert. I was pretty much let down by it. I was very honest about it. I probably sounded harsh, but I'm going to be honest. (laughs) It's what we're here for. I liked the recorded version of Gone a lot more. I think on this album and listening to that, I like Gone. I think it's a good song and I think this is who she is. This is her lane. Yeah. And while I would like to see her go a little deeper, I still lack an emotional connection with any of the content. I think this is the lane that she clearly fits. Her voice fits it. She seems comfortable. Gone should have been her single. I agree with everything you said about On the Ground it's so Western, you know, both songs are in English, which, okay, we Fun. get it. Yeah. But to me, it just seemed like a shameless play for Western mm-hmm. yep. radio play. 1000%. And it doesn't fit her. Here's the deal. The song's not horrible. It's not a horrible song. It's a very mediocre song that a lot of people could sing okay Mm -hmm. I thought the opening verse was so rough for me. The phrasing was awkward way too fast. She struggled with the words and it would have suited Jenny more. Yeah, I can see that for sure. The song in general would have suited Jenny more. That's not Rosé's vibe. And she did well on it. She did everything she could. But it just felt like, ugh. In the pre-chorus, it starts playing to her strengths. I kind of thought, okay, Mm -hmm. here we go. But the verses were really off for me. It didn't work. Yeah, it's no shade to her. I think this could have been managed a lot better. And it seems like we're a broken record when we talk about YG and the bullets with Blackpink. It's a disservice. And the thing is, she's really beautiful and she's killing it. She's doing numbers. She's going to do numbers because anything they put out is going to do numbers. They're the second biggest K-pop group in the world, right? But- (sighs) It's just frustrating when it could be so much better. It's just like, uh, who was in charge of this project? I get why you went that way. But the thing is, if you're going to do an English song for English radio play, it better be good. And even when it is good, it's very transparent. I mean, we talked about that when Dynamite by BTS came out. This is the song they're doing to get a Grammy and, you know, get that Billboard 100 radio play in the United Mm -hmm. States. It worked. But the thing that's different, this song I wouldn't say is a great song, and it feels like kind of following in BTS's footsteps of let's get a song on American charts. Let's get a song. It it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work. You can't just release an English song that sounds Western and think that's all you have to do. The song needs to be good and have some element in it that works, that's catchy, and that people we call locals, non-K-pop fans would go, who is this? This is amazing.
1: Yeah, it seems like a, a cheap way to try to- Yes. To get listened. Yes. If I'm just being honest.
0: I completely agree. And again, like, I don't think this is anything, like, honestly, like, I was hard on Rosé with the Blackpink concert. You know, I really was. Everything I'm saying now has nothing to do with her. This is the label. This is the team behind yeah. them that chose this song and wanted to push this out. I think it does a disservice to her. I think they should have stuck with Gone They should have created a compelling storyline around the music video. Mm -hmm. That would have worked better. Rosé wants to be that girl. The performance for me doesn't emotionally connect yet, but give her more opportunities and
1: Let her do it, like (laughs) with a great director. Yeah, you could see that in the the Blackpink documentary that that's kind of the artist that
0: she is. It's the artist she wants to be. So let her lean into that. I wouldn't say it's the artist she is yet because we're not there, but it's who she wants to be. And she can't get there if you don't allow her to. And if they would have done a music video with the correct treatment and a great director, they could have started building that artist with Gone. And instead, they did on the ground. The video, it's pretty. That's what I would say. There's nothing in it that's different, groundbreaking. It's a lot of pretty imagery, a lot of posing. Yeah. That's not going to fly. People are going to watch it and say she's pretty and the song's okay. Which is pretty much what we're seeing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. She's pretty. The song's okay, but I think with all the expectations, it's really difficult to meet those sometimes. And they went a direction that didn't work.
1: So why? Gee, she's still killing it, it together. Come she's on. killing why? it.
0: She's doing numbers.
1: But yeah. yeah, I've talked to some other Blinks that I'm friends with, and they all, again, just to just to kind of support what we said, were expecting a full album as well. So oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the thing is too, like it's
0: doing numbers. It's not doing groundbreaking American numbers. So, you know, it fell off pretty quickly on Spotify top hits and things like that. This is not the number one song right now. If you're trying to get an American audience, it's a really calculated move that needs to be done well. I agree. So, you know, this wasn't it. This felt like a rushed weird thing that some songwriter came in with. And so let's do this. And again, this would have suited Jenny more. Jenny could have done that phrasing, would have Mm -hmm. suited her style and her voice a lot better. So yeah, again, I just, they have a lot to work with with Blackpink and some of the decisions they make, make me scratch my head.
1: (laughs) I don't get it.
0: I wish I did, but I just don't. Yeah, me neither. I don't Uh... either. From our perspective, it's always kind of the wrong call and you're going, wait a minute, what are they doing? It's always like close. You can see where something could have been amazing. And then they choose to do something else with it. I don't know. I don't know. I loved the album Blackpink put out last year. Loved it. But again, it was kind of disappointing that it was so short. They put out a mini album and called it a full album. So maybe that's what YG does. (laughs) This is a single. They're calling it a mini album. Okay. Good to know. In the future with their releases, we'll kind of know the deal. We'll
1: expect three (laughs) songs. If we get five, we'll be excited.
0: Yeah. yeah. If they're calling it a mini album, it's two songs. If they're calling it an album, it's It's seven at most, probably, probably five. Yeah. Yeah. YG. (laughs) (laughs) For Rosé. We love
1: you, Rosé. We're sorry. Yeah, it's not a knock on her. I
0: think, again, I would have liked to see, they could have made Gone into something special. Yeah. Missed opportunity, not her fault. She's working her butt off to promote this. So congratulations to her. She debuted as a solo act and she's having a lot of success. We're just fans. So we're always going to be hard on songs and certain releases because our expectations are high. And we want the best for them too. Yeah, we're cheering for you and our expectations are high. So it's all love. Let's listen to the song because again, it's not a bad song. It's fine. But let's just let the queendom hear what we're hearing. This is On the Ground by Rosé from Blackpink. I'll my whole life just to
1: She did what she could with it. That's what I think. <laughs> she, you know, she went for it. It might not be the best fit, but yeah, I love yeah. her voice. I really, really do love her voice a lot. And I love hearing her sing, but you know what? She did what she could. It's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah,
0: that's my review. It's fine. Uh, okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. (laughs) Let's move on to Pentagon, 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 Pentagon. So we were introduced to Pentagon late. We found out about Pentagon really and really dove into them last year with the mini album that Daisy was on. Daisy became a huge, huge hit. They got their first win with it and it opened them up to a lot of new fans. So this is kind of the first comeback after that. It's called Love or Take, a mini album. The single and music video is called Do or Not. So, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I have so many thoughts. I really, really want to talk about this. Let's talk about the
1: single and music video before we delve into the album. I loved it, first off. I'm so happy this week. Let me just say I'm so happy this week. (laughs) I love how it kind of starts off like a doo-wop song, which I was mm-hmm. not expecting. I loved the harmonies. Oh my gosh! So it goes from like a doo-wop song, which again I was not expecting, and then into like an upbeat kind of rock song. Also, I like how they with Daisy. It's more. I don't want to say alternative sounding. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's not. No, but like, it is. But yeah. it is
0: like it's um. They have a different sound. They're different. Yeah. There's a little bit more of a pop rock element Mm -hmm. to
1: their sound. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. I loved it. The video, I just have to say, in the end, this girl who they all were like falling all over and had crushes on didn't end up picking any of them. Really? Am I supposed to believe that? Really? Because I don't buy it. I'm just saying. (laughs) I know. I know, right? (laughs) I mean, come on. Anyways, that's my take on the video.
0: <laughs> I liked fighting over the girl, though. I thought it was a really cute way yeah. to give a lot of great visuals. Yeah, I think this song this song grows on you. At first, I was like, what is this? I fell in love with them for their darkness. This sounds happy. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Where's Daisy? You all know that's why I fell for you. I liked that angst in the music video and the song. They come back with something light and fun, bright, a lot of pink. It was so different from what their last comeback. It took me a second. I was like, oh, I don't know. But it grows on you. I think Do or Not's a great song. It's just a fun, lighthearted Pentagon. I thought the choreography was really cute. Mm-hmm. Like you said, that beginning, love the beginning Loved. with the harmonies and who you know, on vocals. Oh, God, so good. He's so good. Hunsuk stood out to me in the video. He's a really nice visual that I hadn't noticed as much until this comeback. And I was like, ooh, okay. Uh, Kino is so charismatic. Mm -hmm. He's such a great center. And I think he'll do really well as the leader while their leader is in the military. Hui filmed all of this, recorded all of this before he recently left for enlistment. So you get to see him and hear him but moving forward Kino will be the leader while Hui is in the military so i think they're in great hands he's really he's a special guy and i think that's awesome but yeah i loved it i loved it i think it's it's wonderful they have a lot of weapons up their sleeve. These mm-hmm. Pentagon guys, they did the dark angsty and now they're doing really cute, bubbly, fun, lighthearted stuff. And it all works. There's a lot of talent there and there's a lot of different personalities and different voices. I am such a fan. I think they're really interesting. Let's talk about the rest of the album because there's some gems on this album. There's some so, different stuff. Oh my god, Yes. So I just want to say before we get into anything that's Me is like my favorite song ever. I'm so obsessed with it. I, knew you I think you would
1: like that song. <laughs>
0: I love it so much. It's so different. It's so freaking different. It's like robot dance party. I'm so obsessed with it. Wusuk and Yuda come in so hot. And like the energy is through the roof. Like, here we go. I'm just obsessed with it. I it's, love it it's so much. It's very funky.
1: It has like that funk guitar in it. I knew Ugh. you would love it. As soon as I heard that funk guitar, I'm obsessed. like, Emily really is going to love this song. And <laughs> then they do robot voices, Charity. What am I supposed to do? Not I love never. that song? It is like the <laughs> most
0: fun song. Like I have had that song on repeat all week, dancing around my apartment. Oh my it God, makes me hurts. smile. And I think because it's so fun and different, it loosens everyone up in the group. Mm-hmm. There were parts when other members came in and I was like, what? Like Yuan comes in and says like, who's that? Who's that? In such a fun voice. Like he has such attitude. I love it. Love it, love it. love it.
1: Okay. So that's my favorite song on the album. There's other ones I like, but what are your picks? That is one of my picks. My favorite song on the album though, hands down, 10 seconds. I yeah. love that song so much. I listened to that song. Like you said, you listened to That's Me More. I listened to 10 seconds and, sorry, 10 seconds and. More okay. than any other song on the album, I loved Yuto's voice in it. Oh my god! In the intro, he's great. Ugh. Yeah, and they sing with such emotion. That's what just got me with that song, uh, right? Oh my god! But again, talk about Daisy. You feel it. They you they really connect. Do. Yeah. They
0: connect emotionally, and yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I'm That's just okay. thinking about. It. Okay, other songs.
1: My other favorite song is One Plus One. Yeah. Hui's voice is so soulful in that song and his ad libs at the very end. Oh, I just love it. I just love hearing his He's amazing. Sing. He's so He's good. amazing. And we
0: have to give a shout out to Hui and Wusak because they're the ones that are writing and producing a lot of this. Amazing. They're so, so talented. I think they're some of the best writers and producers in all of K-pop. What they do, it's different. It's unique. And it's just so well done the passion in the performance is there. And I'm talking about like the vocal performance, what Charity alluded to with Yudo, like they, they're they connected. If you want to hear an example, when we say we do or don't emotionally connect and I know I bring that up, that's what we're talking about. Like there's a certain connection to the music, fun songs, sad songs, happy songs that Pentagon seems to get. They really nail that. And I think it all comes off the lead of their leader, Hui and Wusak, who are writing the music and really putting their heart and soul into the production. So I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that because I think they're so freaking
1: talented. Um, Like I loved, I really did love Daisy, also on my playlist, but I have to say this album just really pulled me in so hardcore. They're good. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah, so obviously That's
0: Me is like my favorite song (laughs) ever. I'm so obsessed with this song and I... I liked the single, I mean, Do or Not is a nice song. I would say my favorites, there were that. That's Me, I love. I thought Sing a Song was mm-hmm. so happy and triumphant. It felt like a celebration of all their accomplishments yeah. before Huey's enlistment. Yeah. It was such a nice send-off. It was a bittersweet, happy song, so I'm a sucker for that. I loved that. <laughs> there's a lot of really nice songs on this album. Oh my goodness, okay. Then there's the last song, Huey. Sings a song called Boy in Time. I know. I cannot, like, I dare you to listen to it with the lyrics in front of you and not cry. It's a really emotional song. It's an emotional goodbye. And
1: so sad.
0: I love that they put it on the album. I love the whole sentiment of the lyrics and kind of growing up and looking back on that little kid. It's very emotional. It really hits. And his performance he's a vocal king he's one of the best singers in k-pop who he really whew. i know we talked about that last time when we reviewed them but
1: wow soulful like how we talk oh. about bacon's voice that's yes the sound that he has and it is my favorite agree. kind of voice oh my goodness i could listen to I that kind of voice agree. for days the bacon thing yeah you're
0: so right charity i was thinking about that Bacon's done a lot of songs for K-dramas and movies, soundtrack songs, OSTs. And that's what this reminded me of. He really has a similar quality. Just beautiful. And just like a huge thank you to him for sharing that with us. It's really fitting goodbye on his way to enlistment. And we wish him the best. We're... Uh, everyone's gonna be waiting. They handled this so well mm-hmm. too. like they really the timing and everything this was handled really well. Yeah. so I'm I continue to be a major Pentagon <laughs> fan. Let's talk biases because my bias did change. I kind of announced it on the mm-hmm. podcast recently that my bias has changed. Let's talk
1: about it. Who's the bias? who's the wrecker? has anything changed? No How nothing's you changed. Like? you okay. so hardcore the bias uh yanan is still the wrecker the wrecker yeah i love them oh my god you though oh you called that one i mean not a chopper yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm like there's charity's bias <laughs> 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 yep sometimes yanan. it's so easy
0: <laughs> oh yeah this is usually pretty easy with you yeah. i've only been wrong maybe like twice yeah and it's because i diverted and that's why <laughs> exactly you diverted from type I know the type (laughs) so well Yanan looked amazing with that blue hair like great look on him Mm -hmm. right I thought it was great and it was nice to see him having so much fun during this comeback the last comeback was like when he just rejoined the group it was uh, kind of a darker more serious vibe this was really nice to see him smiling and dancing and looked so comfortable and happy so very cool for him so my original bias was Wan. I always say his name wrong and call him like Yuan or something, but it's I think it's Yawan. That was my original bias. He is so handsome, great personality. But as you all know, someone else snuck in in between these <laughs> comeback. Yawan was surprised. No, because I love him. I just <laughs> talk about him all the time. I talk about Musuk all the time. It's just like Wan in Monster X, when I used to talk about him nonstop. And finally, you were like, uh, I think he's your bias. I know. like, oh, I think you're right. I am obsessed with him. Uh. It's the same thing with Wusak. Like initially, I wasn't drawn to him, but I was drawn to his passion and his performance. And then everything I've watched, I've just fallen hard for him. His V lives are amazing. He has a really great personality. And I think he's just so talented as a writer and a producer that's my man that's my bias and then my wrecker is my old bias so he's still in the picture it's just you know demoted. someone else <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you, charity does, you got demoted yeah well hey at least he's still in the picture he could just be out that's true that's happened before so you never yeah, know what's gonna happen True. I've um, definitely done that myself so yeah so have I yeah. <laughs> where it's like oh he's not even a wrecker anymore what yeah but it's it's hard in this group, though, because they give you a lot of different types. They're all different heights. They have all different facial features. They're very different. But I think in their own way, every member is striking and interesting. So they're like the perfect K-pop group when it comes to picking biases and wreckers. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a duo for everyone. It's fun. Mine changes when I watch them. Like, I don't know. I really like Kino. But for <laughs> right now, I'm staying loyal, everyone. So, for the moment. For the moment. Who knows what's going to happen between now and the next comeback? I'm clearly like a huge Pentagon stand. Uh, and we know what happens with those groups. So, love it. we shall see. But let's listen to a clip of Do or Not by Pentagon. You'll see why we're so giddy and in such a good mood. <laughs>
1: god again another song i'm dancing around my apartment to, which i always same. enjoy same it's infectious if you didn't like it i promise it'll grow on you
0: listen to it again um it's a great seriously you're wrong no <laughs> wrong no because at the beginning it's only i didn't like it but when i first heard it i was kind of like wait what where's my dark pentagon so embrace the light embrace the joy it's a good song Congratulations Pentagon, awesome comeback. Okay, you know how much we love Stray Kids. It's hard to go an episode without <laughs> okay. talking about Stray Kids, and luckily this episode we don't have to because Changbin and Felix put out a song. A lot of times they upload songs on their YouTube channel and we go ahead and review them. They're not like officially out for singles but these guys put out a lot of content and they work together and just kind of put out one-off singles sometimes. So we lucked out this week because Changbin and Felix put out a song called Because I Love You. Charity, I have a feeling this is
1: right up your alley. Um, I mean, a love song to me. I, yes, it is right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> I melted, literally melt my heart because first off, you know, these are two rappers. They don't usually sing a ton in songs. So to hear them sing so beautifully, like Chang Ben starts it with his beautiful singing voice. And then Felix comes in with his sexy, deep voice. And yeah. this song was literally like a fantasy. I can't even tell you. Like, I didn't know I needed this song. And now... I just – I don't even have words to describe how much I love hearing their voices like this and this, like, softer side to them because they can come across yes. very aggressive. But this, like, vulnerable soft side, oh, my poor little heart can handle I
0: it. Knew, I knew you would love it because it is <laughs> – it's, like, a sweet – a very yes. sweet ballad which oh Charity God. tends to love. And then it's your old bias and then your permanent bias. So yes. you've got Felix and Changbin. I oh. think Felix – Felix is so sweet, and he's such a softie. Mm-hmm. But the more you watch of Stray Kids, and if you know their personalities, Stays will know what we're talking about here. Changbin is secretly a softie. He, he really has is. a very he has a very different personality than what you first expect.
1: Mm-hmm. Or he has on stage.
0: Yeah, he has a very tough, hard persona. But really, you can tell. He's so sensitive, and he's such a softie. What a cool way to show it in this type of song. Yeah, it's definitely not what you expect from Changbin and Felix. I loved it. But you can't put expectations on Stray Kids. No. They always come out with something different and unique. Yeah, this was a nice song. An unexpected surprise. Because I love you, Changbin and Felix, you guys can find it on their official YouTube. So give it a listen. I liked it. I knew you would love it. It's just like, how could you not? I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) If like Chan and Hanjin do a song together, obviously I love it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you're gonna give me like a sappy ballad. Like, oh my goodness. Exactly, that's
0: what's funny is that like they switched it up. They didn't do a rap song. They're like, well, here's a sappy ballad called Because I Love You.
1: Just for our favorite girl.
0: (laughs) If you don't know Stray Kids, Felix, Um, I would believe it, but you wouldn't believe Felix and Changbin would do a song like this. So really, really cool and interesting. Let's move on to another interesting song. So my NCT bias, you all know I'm just so into him, Young. Luckily, Young recently came back from a short hiatus to deal with some back problems. I feel like I talked about it a lot because I was really (laughs) just thinking about him and upset. He came (laughs) back, he killed it in the NCT 127 comeback. And now he's become really active. Like he opened an Instagram account which is just such a blessing for the world because <laughs> it, it is. It's a you know when times are tough in the world, right? Everyone needs something to kind of unify them. You know, you need that unifying presence, and it's Taeyong clearly. His Instagram account is beautiful, so go give him a follow if you're not. Obviously, he posts great pictures.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Taeyong's such like an aesthetic in <laughs> himself. Yeah, Visual. of course, he needs an Instagram. But then Taeyang opened up his own SoundCloud account. Yay. BTS always releases their solo songs on Mm -hmm. SoundCloud. So Taeyang opens his SoundCloud and like really no announcement, just did it. And so here you go. Released a song called Dark Clouds. And then he released a remix of it. So a lot of amazing content. Okay. I love this. Like the sound, it's so current and what I really liked about it, which this shouldn't be a huge surprise, but I liked that it sound happier than it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the sound of it is pretty chill. The lyrics are a little darker and more introspective. So I feel like you're getting Taeyong, like this is a really nice representation of who he is. And he wrote it and the lyrics, the music he produced. So it's definitely who he is. And of course- I loved it because I vibe with that. Like the lyrics just kept saying stuff like through dark clouds, radiating light. I have to overcome it every day. The mood is gloomy. Like there's a lot of depression in this song, but it's still kind of like radiating light through the dark clouds. There's still a hopeful tone, but I thought it was really like, yeah, the melancholy that I tend to
1: gravitate towards and vibe with. So I loved this. I loved it too. And I just love his phrasing when he raps. <gasps> yes. Oh my gosh. Like there's no one that doesn't like him. Not one person.
0: You're exactly right. He's so unique. Mm-hmm. His voice is very unique. Very unique. He just has like a whole thing that you can't really bottle up and package. You can't really imitate him. You can't imitate really anything he does. There's something specific with his movement when he dances Mm -hmm. that's a little bit different. His voice, his phrasing, his tone. He's a unique guy. And I think sometimes that gets lost in the shuffle because he is really, really handsome, right? Like Young has a look that's very striking. There's a lot more to him than that. And his fans know that, you know, everyone that loves NCT knows that, but I hope he puts out more music like this and people get to know him even more because there's a lot of substance behind the pretty face. And I thought this was just amazing. Good job, Young. Yeah. Love you, Young. Love you, love you, love you. Happy to have you back. And please keep releasing new music. That was really, really cool. And you guys can find that on SoundCloud. So it's not on Spotify. You can't listen to it on Spotify. I'm sure people have uploaded it on YouTube. But to support Young, go ahead and head over to SoundCloud. Okay, it's time to talk about what happened this weekend. Oh, yes. Okay, as you all know, the Grammys were this weekend. We did a lot of lead-up things like our favorite outfits and other crucial pieces of information about BTS leading up to the Grammys. We are very excited, as all ARMY were, because BTS was nominated for a Grammy and they were performing. They got a solo stage at the Grammys. As I mentioned in the intro... We rightly guessed that the Grammys would not give them the award. Many, many, many times, the most deserving people do not receive Grammys. Grammy voting is very, very, very political. So India re-talked about it. She was nominated, her first kind of huge album, Acoustic Soul, she got nominated like 12 times and she didn't win one ridiculous and she talked about you know being really embarrassed and how difficult it was but she kind of has talked about it in greater length in recent years and talked about how there's a lot of subcommittees in the voting so the recording academy is twelve thousand people and it's just like every other kind of corrupt clicky crappy thing that happens in society where the list comes out and people start texting their friends well who are we voting for Mm -hmm. so there's these committees um They're not official, but that's what India recalled them and other celebrities have talked about them that all decide who they're voting for based on mutual favors and other underground stuff that's probably not the most ethical (laughs) thing. So clearly that's what happens. We knew BTS isn't affiliated with any of the heavy hitters in the Western music scene. I think that's safe to say. Mm -hmm. They're not part of those groups. And if you want to know who those groups are, or who's behind them. Look at the winner's list. It's very easy to see people affiliated with certain people win everything. So it's it's not hard to see who's winning. So anyways, I know that I wanted it for them. I wanted them to win because they wanted it so bad. Otherwise, a lot of people in the industry who deserve major awards have never won or have never won those huge awards. Like Mariah Carey hasn't won any of the big Grammys. Look at her catalog and her history. And mm-hmm. she wrote the songs. So like, you know, Backstreet Boys didn't win a Grammy. Everyone knows I won it that way. Awards are nice. And I understand why BTS, you know, really wanted this. I get it. If I was nominated, I would want to win. It's yeah. human nature. It's human nature. You want to win. It's really cool that you got nominated. And now you want the win. I get it. But I think we just have to kind of keep talking about how awards don't define artists and they don't define success. The most successful artists, the thing that we can do to make them successful is put money in their pockets, buy Mm -hmm. concert tickets, stream, and buy albums. Because at the end of the day, BTS will be rich and successful when maybe some Grammy winners, you know, will never sell a million records. Nope. Or never have a number one. Exactly, exactly. So I mean whatever, it's not the end of the world for BTS. I know that I was rage
1: tweeting um <laughs> during the you were rage tweeting and army was rage streaming We were all yeah. we, uh, we were rage tweeting streaming army. I feel like we went through
0: a really emotional horrific night together. I, I literally got a migraine watching the show. I was so <laughs> exhausted and upset like it was just. I was so tired on Monday. Uh, I was just like, I cannot do this. It was the worst. But one thing I remember in my rage tweet, BTS is still the biggest group in the world. mm -hmm. No one can take that away from them. They are the biggest musical act in the world. Period. That's not our opinion. That's not because we're fans. Look at the numbers. (laughs) That's it. Look at sales and look at concerts. They're the biggest group in the world. So whatever, They didn't win. It went to Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande, just like we thought it would. Mm -hmm. Whatever. It is what it is. It was disappointing, but I still felt like, okay, I didn't think they were going to win, but they're going to have an awesome performance. It's going to be amazing. So, you know, I'm going to watch the show and support the performance and that'll be like a, a great moment. Hmm. What an interesting evening we had, Charity. Three
1: and a half hours.
0: Of hell. They how? Drag of how? it on.
1: Yeah. Every commercial break. I do not exaggerate. Every commercial break. Next, BTS. Every break for three and a half hours, they uh-huh. teased BTS.
0: To keep the fans watching, get their ratings up. It was mm-hmm. such a transparent, yeah. obvious move that they were using BTS and using ARMY for ratings. Yep. And that's when I started getting really livid. And I'm watching these other mediocre, some of them were horrific acts. Some oh of God, the yeah. like performances were okay. Some of them I thought were awful. And they're getting to do three songs. So I thought, okay, you're going to make BTS go last. You better give them a 10 minute set. You better.
1: What happens? Nothing. Okay. They don't even do a nice intro. No. Trevor Noah and Made his a joke like, that they should win yeah. an award for matching the set. Oh, that was after.
0: That was after. That was after. Okay. Yeah. Before they were just like, okay, this group's from across the world. Here you go, BTS. Cool.
1: The biggest group in the world. Yeah, in the world. (laughs) Number one. That you have promoted,
0: that you have used to promote this 24 7. And that was their intro. One sentence. Oh,
1: they were tweeting left and right to try to keep Army engaged, too. The Recording Academy.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. yep, And CBS. The intro is, oh, here's from across the world, BTS. BTS comes out and when I say they gave everything they could to the three minutes they were given, they recreate inch by inch the exact Grammy set Mm -hmm. that everyone at the Grammys in LA that they're performing in. So BTS does a perfect recreation. It was stunning and perfect. You would have thought they were there. Had they not told us, I would have thought they were there. They perform dynamite. They are wearing gorgeous suits. They have never looked better. I thought they looked so handsome. Every single one of them. Thank you, stylist. You did not sabotage anyone. I know. I loved it. I was happy. They looked so good. And they do this whole performance where they make their way up to a rooftop helicopter pad. It was so high up. You got to see the entire Seoul skyline. It was beautiful. And they do dynamite. And it was just like... What an amazing celebration An amazing performance. I loved it, but that was it. That was it. They did dynamite over back to Trevor Noah. And his response is, wow, that looked like they were here, but they were there, but it looked like here, but they were actually there because they couldn't be here. They should win an award or something
1: for that. That they shouldn't win a award for being the number one group in the entire world for being on billboard. How many times? For singing in English when their native language is Korean, for breaking records left and right. Sorry, I get. I'm just gonna. I get so mad. I was, I was so upset angry. with that. Like it was very dismissive. It, it, oh, so it said dismissive. nothing.
0: It was so dismissive, and it said nothing to their talent and what they've accomplished this year and what they just accomplished with that performance. Yeah, it was such a throwaway. And then he moved on because he needed to talk about Beyonce again and did a big, huge spiel for her. I literally turned it off and was I like, it I'm off done. Too. I am done with you using these guys the way you did. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. And the sad thing is, I think there were major... I don't know if there were major miscommunications. We don't know what happens behind the scenes. But the guys were in full makeup sitting during and watching the entire show because they thought that the show would show them reacting to other performers. Mm -hmm. And they never showed them once. Not
1: one time. Not even when they were announcing their award. It was mostly like, Yeah, they didn't show them. These are the nominees, and the winner is. Like it was like so quick, so completely anticlimactic, so completely dismissive. And they sat there in makeup, waiting and waiting for any <laughs> four o'clock in the morning. <laughs>
0: any screen time. And that's how they were treated. They wore what they would have worn had they gone to the red carpet. I thought they looked phenomenal and they yeah. and they released their own red carpet pictures. They wore Louis Vuitton 2021 fall collection. And I thought that the red carpet looks were wonderful because they all clearly picked out kind of who they are, what represents Mm -hmm. them. So you had a fancy sweatsuit and you had like formal tuxedos, but because it was from the same collection, it all meshed well. I thought, yeah, I thought they looked great on the red carpet. BTS did everything right. And This is a comment on the American music industry and why maybe they don't want to break over here. (laughs) You can do everything right and do everything that the Grammys ask of you, including donating clothes to the museum, doing the charity concert on Friday night. And the Grammys will still publicly humiliate you for ratings. And in my opinion, that's what they did. And it's unforgivable and it made me so freaking sad. You know, BTS always does a V Live after award shows. They don't go to after parties. They get on V Live and celebrate with their fans. They got on V Live and they made comments that literally broke my heart. I just wanted to scream, "You guys heart. don't, yeah. you guys don't get it. That's not what it's about. You don't have to pander to these jerks. Like, don't do this." I, who was it? Was it Sugar or Namjoon who said, "We'll work harder. We'll work harder next
1: year." Ugh. You don't need to work harder. You could do. You literally did. You worked very hard, and songs that were never on the radio, that no one's ever heard of, won big awards because they reached the right pocket. Exactly.
0: It's politics. It's you know. It's a it's a dirty, dirty game, and I don't want BTS to even be involved in that game. These no, aren't I don't great them anywhere people. Near that game. They're These aren't great people. people. No. Screw everyone that was in that room. Team up with the weekend team yeah. up with Zane Malik cuz the weekend said last week he will never attend the Grammys ever again and he will not allow his label to submit him for a Grammy.
1: Yep, good for him.
0: Look at his career and who he is. He's not bitter cuz he didn't get nominated. He's saying this is a corrupt organization I want nothing to do with. Zane Malik who has sold insane numbers and really great critically acclaimed music has never been nominated. And he came out and said, it's because I didn't send gift baskets to the right people. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. So I think it's really important, not only that ARMY understands this, but also BTS and Big Hit. Yeah, The game is rigged. So you did everything to get this. They did everything right. They have played the game. And they still didn't get the Grammy, and on top of that, they got really,
1: in my opinion, disrespected on the show. I'm like hugely disrespected. Hugely and disrespected. What I love. I love that every one of Army and people who are in the industry also yes. saw it and also called it out the very next day. Army. Went for CBS and they, I forget, I don't know if it was CBS or the Recording Academy was like, can we be the next mem- member of Army? And everyone was like, no, you no. cannot, no, no, nope, you'll n- you'll never be Army, no. ever. no, because we would never treat someone that way, let alone
0: BTS. Nope. I mean, I saw articles. Refinery Twenty Nine did a great piece on it. Forbes magazine did a great piece on it, and it pretty much said, you know, the Grammys used BTS, and everyone yeah. saw right through it. And in Refinery Twenty Nine, the writer made a wonderful statement about how the Grammys need BTS. BTS doesn't need the Grammys. They do not. No. This is really worth noting. The Grammys had the worst ratings in history. The worst. With all the stuff they did, with all the pandering and trying to get ARMY to help them with ratings, they had the worst. You have to watch for a specific amount of time for your ratings to count. ARMY's not watching your whole crappy show. No. We did, but a lot of people didn't. So don't try to use ARMY. We're not going to help you. You haven't treated them well. The biggest act in the world, especially with their dancing and their live show, deserves a hell of a lot more than three minutes. Yeah. No one on that stage could outperform BTS. They were pathetic no, in no comparison. Oh my but God. give them 12 minutes and give BTS three. <sighs> not on my watch. I am not having it. Like i so livid and I always will be. I felt like that was such a disrespectful awful awful night (laughs) awful night for and it's not even just army it's for k-pop fans it's for Mm -hmm. people that champion this industry i'm devastated for them and i'm frustrated you know what's funny is that v live we talked about where they went live to talk to their fans within i think an hour it had 11.7 million views so their v live had better ratings than your entire three and a half hour show
1: Yeah, but the Grammys only had like 8 million views. 8.8 million. Last year, for reference,
0: it had 20.8 million, which was still bad. They used to get 54 million. So I'm not sure what the industry doesn't get, what they're doing isn't working. You know, I read an article, um, an LA paper that was clearly friends with the producer that did like trying to be nice, saying, you know, it's a pandemic award show. That's why. That's not why. That's not why. <laughs> Jungkook does a V live that gets 22 million viewers. It's a pandemic. Why are people watching that and not watching yeah. your crappy
1: award show? Hmm. I honestly think it's because people saw how the Grammys have been treating BTS. Yes. And fully expected this. The reason why they didn't watch the whole show is because they knew.
0: Exactly.
1: They it was clear for to all of us yeah. that they were
0: using them. And when they did all the hype and then, you know their award wasn't even presented on the main stage. They did it early in the day, at four o'clock in the afternoon, during a pre-recording. Wasn't type even thing twenty seconds long. On YouTube is where they did their award, and they lost. Not smart Grammys because you not giving BTS the Grammy Army was already fuming and didn't want to mm-hmm. support you. Yep. So, and it really, really frustrates me too. The response of a lot of people within the organization responding to tweets. They're so dismissive and rude in talking to ARMY. I don't know what it's going to (laughs) take for people in the industry in America to understand. ARMY aren't 13-year-old dumb girls. Nope. This is a really educated, diverse group of people and just kind of brushing them off as like, oh, teenage girls who are obsessed. They don't know anything. That's not the case. That's not the case at all. There's a lot of people in this world who know a a lot and who are really well-versed in the music industry and media that, like, deserve a lot more respect. The fandom
1: as a whole deserves a lot more respect. It just shows you how out of touch the Recording Academy is. A million percent.
0: A million percent. They have no idea. They don't know what they're doing, and they don't know how quickly... K-pop and BTS are moving. You should look at the numbers, but they Mm -hmm. still will write that off. Oh, those are just teeny bopper dumb girls. Really? 22 million of them? Wow. Right. If ARMY was so dumb, they would have fallen for your stupid tricks and watched the whole broadcast
1: and giving you the ratings. So, Because the pre-show where they did the BTS award, the views went from 12.6 million before BTS. As soon as the BTS award was announced, they didn't get it. It dropped to 400,000. Yeah, there you go. Think about that. Oh, my goodness. And then you thought that those same 12 million people would go watch your dumb show after you pissed them off? No. Nope. Because we're smart. I mean, Emily and I watch it because, I mean, what else are we going to do on a Sunday night? We felt like we had to.
0: Well, we felt like (laughs) we had to. We were texting each other and getting more and more fired up and, like, angry. (laughs) I'm just livid with the whole situation. I feel bad for BTS. I really wish that Big Hit would see it for what it is and say, F this, we don't need it. We're getting radio play anyway. They've broken that ceiling in America with Dynamite. So you don't need the Grammys to have continued success here. you don't. don't. So I felt awful for the guys. My heart broke for them. And I think for me, the silver lining, we're going to get some amazing music from this.
1: Yeah. They're really hungry. They're, but they're they shouldn't hungry be and fired because up. this, the Grammys are just going to use them again. I don't believe for a second. Oh, no question. Yeah. No.
0: And I don't care if the Grammys have them open the show with a 15 minute set next year. You're three Sweet. years too late, jerks. Yeah. Like they should have been doing that the first year you invited them. We all see it for what it is. So I want BTS to be happy. I will support them in whatever they do. I will not support the Grammys. Nope. I'm over it. I'm so over it. That was a rough night. Rough, rough night for K-pop fans and for ARMY. And yeah. We'll put our energy into other shows that love BTS. Where are those Billboard Music Awards? Yeah,
1: right? (laughs) American Music Awards.
0: American Music Awards, Billboard Music Awards. They have been very nice to BTS for day one. Yeah. We will support them. We'll watch that whole thing. But I think our relationship with the Grammys has been hurt by what happened on Sunday night, to say the least. I can so. say we are officially done with them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We could see toxic to talk about this forever. relationship. We will not be continuing. At least so Army toxic,
0: so <laughs> toxic. We are out of it. We are not going to do it. And we will root for BTS. If that's what BTS wants. Oh my goodness. I hope they get that Grammy and they get a, great performance opportunity for them. I will always root for it. But yeah, me personally, I'm not supporting that show. New, 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 new. So anyways, silver lining. I think BTS is going to come out with amazing music. It's been a long time. If you think about it, that BTS hasn't won. You know, they win everything all the time now. So it's been a really long time. Yeah, we can go on and on about this. It was very disappointing. BTS deserved a lot better. And, you know, moving forward, ARMY saw the Grammys for who they are. I think it taints a future Grammy for BTS a little bit Mm -hmm. because, like, a lot of award shows in America do this where someone should win an Oscar for a certain movie and they don't get it, and then they get an Oscar 10 years later for something that wasn't that great. That's kind of how our award shows work, unfortunately. But we see it. ARMY sees it. Everyone knows that BTS deserved
1: yeah, right. a lot
0: better on Sunday night. And we will not forget it or forgive that quickly. Just want to send so much love to BTS because they worked harder than anyone in the world this year. Yeah. Like, they don't owe us anything. I was sad to hear that some Korean media reported it immediately that BTS fails to win Grammy. <gasps> and it was a failure. Yeah. So that's not it. That's not it. That's not what happened. They didn't fail. There was no failure by them. The Grammys and everyone associated with the Grammys failed BTS. Yep. So let's make that real clear. BTS didn't fail at anything. They've achieved so much. And I will say the bright note of the whole three and a half hour torture chamber of the Grammys for me (laughs) was the BTS Samsung commercial. That was cool. Yeah,
1: so many, yeah.
0: I've seen the black and white one um, a couple times since. I've seen it on like Comedy Central and other channels this week. So that's a bright spot. It's really cool. The more, it's just amazing to see BTS outside of our K-pop bubble and ARMY bubble to see them represented all over the United States. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's great. It's a wonderful thing. So that was a bright spot. I love the Samsung commercial. Grammys were a rough night. We went through it with all of you, ARMY. It was a historical night um, for sure. (laughs) We'll remember this forever, but it's still, it is historical. I'm not even being sarcastic. It was a historical night for BTS. They were the first Korean group to perform on the live telecast, and that's a massive achievement. And whether we thought they should get 10 minutes or whatever they killed it. They were the performance of the night. They gave an amazing performance. I loved it. So there's a lot to celebrate. We're just disappointed with all of the politics around the Grammys, but there's still a lot to celebrate was what BTS accomplished on Sunday night. So yeah. I <sighs> have to walk away from this conversation with someone <laughs>
1: because I'm
0: getting like, I, I feel like, ugh, upset again <laughs> no, at the injustice. No. <laughs> okay, we will move on. It's a long episode. Sorry to keep babbling, but it was a crazy night. So really quickly, let's talk about Vision. Our boys, Wavy, who we reviewed last week, they have a reality show going right now called Vision. Episodes seven and eight were this week. So we're done with the first day is competition, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. They finished that. Now it's time to move to the cabins. What did you think of episode seven?
1: I, I much prefer, (laughs) I just, I just love when either one of us start with, you you just know it's not good. (laughs) That little sigh tells you everything. Uh, Right. I mean, I love them. I love watching them. I much prefer a lot more action. This was them walking through the two cabins talking about, Ooh, who's going to get what bed? Everyone got their own bed. Thankfully only one person got to have a single Yeah. So they did a competition, obviously. It's their favorite thing of who was going (laughs) to get to choose first. So they had a baseball cap and they had attached to the baseball cap on either side was dangling teabags. So they had to flip their head in such a way to land both teabags on top of their head at the same time without the other one falling off yeah that was pretty funny there's a lot of noises they made in order to help themselves do it <laughs> a lot of grunting yeah the that winner, was physical yeah. yeah it was funny i just i mean that was kind of funny to see i did laugh a little bit uh, yeah, in the end Henry sure. won and he obviously chose to have the bed by himself <laughs> and then 10 mr competitive came in oh second which i'm sure he loves <laughs> Ten is so competitive oh. okay let's move on to episode
0: eight so episode eight starts like the next morning It's time to do a treasure hunt. They search for these little red eggs throughout the grounds of the cabin. (laughs) And in the eggs, it'll say money or nothing. So you get money or you don't get anything. So they're all running around looking for eggs. Of course, 10 found the most. He is just so competitive. Uh, So then they like open the eggs. They see if they got blank ones or money. And then the money is used to pick food for breakfast for their first meal of the day. And it was kind of nice to see them sitting around eating and talking. I like in these reality shows, those genuine moments
1: Mm -hmm.
0: where you really get to kind of see who's friends and their personalities. I mean, the wavy guys are very likable
1: and I think they come off.
0: uh, It's like they don't remember the cameras are there sometimes. They seem very genuine when they're in front know, of the I know, I
1: love that. I love that they seem so genuine.
0: Yeah, that's what I think sucked both of us in when we were watching the first season of Boy Vision. was like, okay, yeah, these guys aren't putting on a front or a show. You get to know them. And K-pop in general, they do such a good job with these reality shows or centered around K-pop groups. It always feels like I have such different opinions coming out of it, mm-hmm. which if they had their guards up and they were putting on a show, you wouldn't. It would just be the stage persona, so... I think that's really cool, and I appreciate that a lot, that they all do that. So that was fun, kind of watching them eat and talk. Then it was time, back to activity, it's time to sled. It's time to race going down a hill on sleds. (laughs) So I think we're going to see more of that next week. My episode cut off as they were kind of showing the credits, so I didn't see what's coming next week. But it looks like we're going to have more sled riding competitions, I hope, because that's really fun. I mean, that stuff's always always enjoyable. I love the boys of Wavy. Yeah, I love them. (laughs) They're fun. Speaking of Wavy, perfect transition into the news. Unless there, is there anything else uh, with WayVision that I missed that we need to? No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I think we recapped it. Okay. So we didn't bring this up last week and it's something that's been like happening with Wavy that's kind of weird. So right now Wavy is promoting Kickback and the new mini album. But Lucas and Win-Win are in China quarantined, so they can't promote. So if you've watched the comeback shows, it's just five of the guys minus Lucas and Win-Win. I just think it's so bizarre that they were in China for, quote unquote, personal yeah. schedules right before the comeback because they had to quarantine in a hotel for two weeks. So I just don't understand the timing of this from SM's perspective. Like, I don't get it. Are they promoting in China? Did they send those two members over to promote? I'm thinking maybe it's a cosmetic deal or a magazine cover. Oh, yeah. That would make sense. I think that has to be it. But it still just seems weird that they couldn't find a different time than the first week of their comeback. It's like, okay. (laughs) It's just awkward. I feel like the other five guys are doing an awesome job performing on the shows. They're all so capable It hasn't caused an issue, and I don't think this is a case of any drama or anything bad is happening. It really does just seem like they're doing a magazine or something, Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason, the timing didn't work, but yeah, I just, we didn't talk about that last week, and it has been something that's like a little weird, so that's happening. Um, Now to really get into the news. (sighs) So we mentioned YG. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like it's so hard sometimes when you talk about specific things because we're trying to understand it from a business perspective and from the other side's perspective because there's so much that goes into the music industry like the output that we consume there's so much behind the scenes that people don't understand or don't know is happening so I try to be really careful like when we talk about this cuz we don't know you know what's going on behind the scenes at YG But something the fans brought up this week that didn't stand out to me, YG deleted Jenny's playlist on Spotify. So Jenny from Blackpink, you know, had a playlist and it was deleted. I was like, that's weird. And then Jenny is on the cover of Vogue and Harper's Bazaar this month. Gorgeous. There's no posts about it. They didn't post one thing about it. And usually they post and promote, you know, all of the members' solo activities and there was nothing posted. And I thought maybe, meh, maybe I just missed it or they're not doing that. But then when I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about it, I was like, okay, yeah, something's going on here. Then the CEO of a really well-respected entertainment agency followed Jenny on Instagram. So there's something
1: going on here. That is... I don't know. You can't get anything past Blink's. Or any fandom for that matter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. K pop fandoms
0: are on top of it. And if you, here's just a PSA if you ever need to know what's going on in K pop, go on Twitter and just type in whatever you're thinking. It will pop up. (laughs) Everyone's talking about it. I do that with my favorite idols. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen what Hyungwon's doing today. I just type in (laughs) his name and see what people are tweeting. Oh, great. He started an Instagram. Cool. Twitter is the best, I think, news source for K pop. This just feels weird to me. This feels like there's issues between Jenny and YG and how that impacts her, not only her solo career and her career in other endeavors moving forward, but Blackpink. Yeah. I'm really having some questions. And I will say we brought it up when we talked about the concert that you could kind of tell there's clicks and there's some personality stuff in that group. You can tell. If you watch a group's concert, watch all of the members and how they interact with each other. If you're paying attention, you can see what's going on. And we brought it up when we reviewed the concert. I felt like there's some clicks within Blackpink. There was a division there when I watched it. That was just how I felt watching it that night. Who knows? But I wouldn't be
1: totally surprised if something major happens with Jenny soon. Yeah. Based on them not supporting her... And deleting her playlist, like that's so weird.
0: Why would you do that? Right? If you're going to replace it with something else, replace it. You don't just delete one member's playlist. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. And the thing is, I think it was very clear, Jenny's a star. If I have to put my bank on any of the members in that group, if you're telling me I have to invest in only one member and I'm going to lose a lot of money if they don't succeed, I'm investing in Jenny. So I think- I'm sure she knows that, that she has, you know, she's confident and has a lot of potential. I think her relationship with G-Dragon also f- probably fuels some stuff because mm, he so That's right, yeah. G-Dragon's like, he's so established. He's such an established figure in Korean pop culture, not only music. I think, you know, there could be some influence there. And this is just me hypothesizing. I don't have any inside information, but I think there could be some influence there of time to go solo for real and time to sign with an agency that has your best interest at heart, not everyone else's. Because YG's really dropped the ball with their promotion of Blackpink. Big time. They had such an opportunity. Oh my god, Blackpink should be putting out as many albums as NCT and BTS. You know, they have such a large fandom and they don't utilize it or capitalize on it. It'd be frustrating to be any four of those girls in that situation and seeing other groups putting out tons of awesome content while you're just kind of sitting on your hands waiting for the label to finally okay a release. I mean, the good thing is the label allows them to do other things. They're allowed to model and, you know, Jisoo is filming right now. So like they're allowed to do other things, which is great, but I think musically, we just talked about Rosé. And how they handled her solo debut. There's some stuff there that if I was in that group would probably, you would question it. and Maybe you'd be better off somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think what Blackpink does together works very well. There's a reason they're the most popular girl group in the world. When the four of them are together on a record, they sound really great. And the chemistry really works. So I would never, ever want to see them break up. But this is just weird. This whole thing with Jenny this week, I'm like, something's happening. I don't ew. I don't know, guys. Maybe Blackpink will stay together on YG and Jenny will sign with another agency for personal projects. That could happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's what's going to happen here. And there's some back and forth and animosity, you know, that YG feels because that's what she wants to do. That could be happening Who knows? We'll keep you updated, but as always, we wish the best for all the Blackpink girls, and hopefully it all gets sorted out. So another girl group, IZ1, we announced that they did in fact decide to disband when their contract negotiation was up. They had their final concert this past weekend, so it was very sweet. They expressed a lot of gratitude towards their fans and towards each other. How would you feel doing like a goodbye concert? That must be a weird feeling.
1: I'm, I mean, I guess you want to do it for the fans, you know. But it has yeah. to be sad because it's like yeah. you have this fandom already. They're all invested in you, but clearly you're parting ways for whatever reason. That's got to be tough. It's a very, very bittersweet. Yeah, that's what I would think too. That's what I think too. Even when it's your choice,
0: even when you say, F this, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I don't want to perform. I don't want to be on this label. Even if you like really are over it, that last time performing has to hurt. Yeah. I think that'd be awkward and kind of sad. But I think it's nice yeah. for the fans that they did it. Yeah. Closure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. BTS, they may not have won a Grammy, but they won three Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. So. So that's great, obviously. Every other award show BTS cleans up. So, Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Awards, that's a staple. Those awards have been going on for so long where they do the green slime thing. And, like, it's very popular for the Nickelodeon crowd. So, congratulations to BTS. Chance the Rapper. I'm a big fan of Chance the Rapper. And he tweeted something this week. I was like, wait, what? So, Jake from Hyphen which is on BTS's label, Big Hit, Jake from In Hypen mentioned Chance the Rapper's song on a Weverse post. Like he wrote a post on Weverse saying goodnight to his fans and he recommended they listened to The Heart and the Tongue. It's a new song by Chance the Rapper. He said it's his favorite song these days. So then Chance posted, thank you, Jake from (laughs) In which is like crazy that he (laughs) knew that this- This K-pop singer, you know, posted about him on Weverse. You know, I I found that like really interesting how quickly Chance the Rapper or his team saw that. I thought that was really cool. And then Jake played it cool and he just responded, no worries. Thank you for making great music. So (laughs) I thought that was very cute. And two of my favorites. I really love In Hypen. Jake's awesome, and I like Chance the Rapper, so everyone listen to that song, The Heart and the Tongue. It's a great song. Jake has wonderful taste. King Daniel. King Daniel, we just talked about him. Official comeback in April, Charity, so get ready. Ooh. Yes, you know we'll be covering that and talking about that. And then this is interesting. CLC, who we've reviewed on the podcast, and I think we liked them. CLC is cool. Sorn from CLC is preparing a solo debut. Oh. So that'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to that. So there's a lot of fun, interesting stuff per usual. It's K-pop. It's the K-pop world. Let's talk about our songs of the week. Charity, what's your
1: song of the week? My song of the week is Burn the Floor by Super Junior.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Great pick. I could have guessed it. I think I, (laughs) if I would have taken another second there, I think I would have guessed it. Yes. Okay. I'm sure you can guess my song of the week. It's Pentagon. That's me. Yes. That could be my song of the year. I feel like that song was written for me. It's just like, <laughs> I think so. Right. That's my new, my new theme song is That's Me by Pentagon. I'm just so in love with that song. It's amazing. Speaking of amazing, our amazing community, Queendom, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in and being part of this world with us. K-pop is our favorite thing in the world. And we get to talk about it every week, thanks to you. So Queendom, we really, really appreciate you. Thank you for welcoming us into your lives. You know, K-pop is such an escape for Charity and I. We've talked about that. It's escapism at its finest. It's a happy pill. It's this world that's just so beautiful and wonderful with amazing music and content. We don't talk about this stuff on the podcast usually, but we wanted to say there's a lot of violence and Asian hate crimes going on in our country right now. And it breaks our hearts. We're thinking about and praying for all the victims. And you know where we stand on that. We'll always be allies. Always. We just hope things can get better. And we ask all of you, just kind of, you know, keep that in mind. Let's make sure that we're standing up against Asian hate crimes and violence right now, because it's kind of an ugly thing. We hate getting serious on the podcast. <laughs> it's escapism. We could go on and on about it, but that's not what this is about. Just wanted to say something, acknowledging what's happening, where we stand and asking you all to stand with us on that. So um, sending a lot of love, a lot of love to everyone, but especially all of our Asian queendom who are affected by this. We're praying for you and we're sending you a lot a lot of virtual love and hugs. So let's all stand together in that. We love you. Queendom, we love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of this world. We'll be back here next week. New episodes come out every Thursday. Give us a follow if you're not following us. Slide into those DMs. We'd love, love to say hi. Please introduce yourself. We may just give you a shout out on next week's episode. So thank you so much for listening. Be safe this weekend. Have a wonderful weekend. And we'll talk to you next week.
1: Bye. Bye. Love you guys.